Yeah, so he pulls his cup out of the jungle juice barrel and a slice of kiwi in his drink. He looks at me and goes, who puts a goddamn cucumber in my drink? How do you mistake a cucumber for a kiwi? Well, I don't know. You, well, About I, ten drinks deep, that's how. Oh, wait a minute. We're rolling. All right. Well, let's roll. Hi, I'm Rich. And I'm Mark. And we are Two, two guys, guys on Block Island. Island. Feel that breeze, it's blowing in off the sea. All right, listeners, uh, we have a very special treat for you today. We're here with a, uh, a buddy of mine, a guy that who, uh, who's been here on Block Island for quite some time. He's a man about town. He's a cool dude. Uh, you know him as T-Bird. His name's Tom Mahoney, and he's here in our studios today. T-Bird, what's happening, man? How are we doing today, gentlemen? We're doing all right. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Nice day out here today. Yeah, it is, right? It sure is. Although I kind of feel like every day is a nice day out here, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I, pouring rain. I'm like, what a great day. You know, sitting home and eat soup. I had the best day the other day. Me and the dog were hanging on the couch, rain, under a blanket, TV. It was like- Were you wearing a gas mask? Uh, oh, yeah. Man, my dog's got some gastrointestinal issues going on. Lightning yeah. has a little bit of thunder. At least he's not alone, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all gentlemen of a certain age at this point, you know. Yeah, it happens. It just gets, it's natural. Yeah. You get, but, but you came out to Block Island, Tom, when you were younger, right? When you, yes. It, uh, we, we were, my parents used to rent a house right next to George's down in Galilee, probably the early 70s. Right. And uh, we used to wave at the boat when we went by, and we took day trips over here. And then in the late 70s, my parents bought a boat. And we came over on the boat a few times and stayed for a week or so. And then uh, as I got older, you know, it was about 1983, I was working for my mother. She owns a place that used to be called Elizabeth's on South Main Street. And I was bartending there. And um, my brother Jay that year in 1983 was managing Cap, uh, excuse me, Yellow Kittens at the time. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea yeah, that yeah. ever happened. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the things you learn. So that's, he asked me to come out here and my mom's like, you know, why are you going out there? You work here. And I'm like, well, in the summertime in Providence back then, it was, Ugh. it sucked pretty yeah. much. It was awful. Yeah. So I'm and like, what, well, ki what kind of joint did your mom have? She has, a, she had a nice little, it was more like a bistro, I guess you'd call it. With really nice, fine uh, pastries, liqueurs, scotches. It's kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. But she was like the first, second one on that street, South Main Street back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I remember. I've been there. Yeah. It's really... When Actually, I Mark, I think you might have been there once. I did. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I asked you like I didn't know. But yeah, I I used to I played piano there for a little while. Yes, you did. That was a good time, man. I always enjoyed my time at the Elizabeth. A it few was, of my uh, first film appearances uh, did their debut at the Cable Car Cinema, right? Isn't yeah, that like right. across right the, the street, street and down right the block? The street, yeah. 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 So I'd always have to tie one on to be not i was i was a nervous wreck like to go in and watch myself and they made you go you know i'm like can i just stay home like so, i loved acting but i hated watching myself you yeah know? so you stop by the elizabeth first oh, have a martini and then you're or four or ten yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so that um was the go-to so did you start working at the elizabeth when you were a kid i was 17 actually when i started working there and were you bartending i was right bartending off? yeah so that was that your first bartending gig ever? that was that's how i got into wow. the uh the old gig here <laughs> and how did you take to bartending i yeah. loved it actually you know yeah. it was fun made good money what'd was, you like about it most uh i think just talking to people meeting people yeah basically to this day it's probably the best part of it when you can talk to them you know sometimes you're busy and yeah you're like what do you want and that's all you can give them but at other times you get to know them yeah and then you see them year after year come back come back come back and look you're still here it's like yeah hey, whatever dude yeah i'm still here so so how old <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what i love is he never even asked me like sees the beer tipping up and there's just another one coming at me you <laughs> oh, know yeah. it's a, yeah, yeah. it's perfect best bartender i love that yep and then so like how old were you when you came when Jay that got was you out uh here? 23 years old and i just came out for the summer i'm like going out there for the summer I work for my brother, help him out, and then go back to Providence, work for my mom, and uh, worked that one summer, and I was hooked. And did he, were you bartending right off the yeah, bat? Yeah, it was part, too. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And Jay now runs a store downtown, um, Mahoney's Clothier. Is that's, that it? That's and correct. He's been doing that for a while now, yeah, like yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Or? Over that, it's got a 20 years, maybe longer. And now I, I know your mom 
covers the shop a lot. And I'd have to say it's probably the only shop on Block Island that's open like 364 days a year. Yeah. <laughs> Ruth. Yep. Ruth. Your, your yeah. mom, Ruthie, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's, 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 she's told me not to talk about it today. So, oh, okay. sorry, mom. Right. Well, Can then, I talk about it? Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about yeah. her. I'll yeah. talk about her. I like her. I love her. Are you kidding? Ruthie's a character, Spitfire. man. Yeah. She's, uh, she's something. She's and good. She, and, and if you don't mind me saying this, might, I don't want this to be weird, but she's gorgeous too. She, oh, we're not yeah. going to ask her age. She's, uh, <laughs> Older than older than her birthday's you know. coming up next week. Yeah, she's a stylish, <laughs> stylish woman, and yes. uh, always a character. We love her. She's always um, put together. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah. she's yeah. not out there heading to the post office in her sweats. She's, she's no, no, she no, looks no. good. She yeah. looks good. She's got a she's got a wrap, and you know, yes. she's 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 got the you know, yeah. she's got it going. So on. you can see where T Bird gets his uh, sartorial. Does style. she still oh, drive? Does she still drive a Jeep? Oh yeah. You know, I mean that without wrangler, a dent on it. Yeah, yeah, she drives a Jeep Wrangler with no dent. <laughs> You know, so you come out for your first summer and yeah. you get thrown into the fire at Yellow Kid and uh, got hooked. It was just one of those things. It's like this place is amazing. It was like, who were some of the first people you met and started hanging out with? Oh, Jesus, that was a long time ago, man. Nat, that guy I work for now, Nat, Nat Gaffet, met okay. him and was he all the Islanders and yeah. John Mott and um. All sorts of characters. Did you meet Troy right off the was he out? Troy here? actually that, that's a whole nother story how I'm not sure. Okay, let's let's save that <laughs> yeah, for right, a second. Yeah, I want to hear that one. <laughs> so you get into bartending at kittens and like you you know, it's I just crazy, w- right? Loved loved the place in eighty three. It was fun. I worked with this guy called uh, Guy Civil, little redheaded guy. Yeah. And he, he actually lived in that cave. I just wanna qualify something. I heard Dan Kale, I love you, but <laughs> I think he said I lived in the cave. Yeah. No, he said you lived in the basement. In the cave in the basement, <laughs> like in the hole. No, was that it? was my brother, Sean. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, real oh, quick st- real out. quick story. <laughs> I would have loved to live in there, but uh, <laughs> it was taken. But um, <laughs> um, this guy, Guy Silvey, was a short little guy, but he was pretty much a madman. <laughs> you know, like, it's always the short yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Is he still around? He lives in Florida now. Oh. You know, so half the night was like... Asking people not to kill him. <laughs> I used to say he was the owner. I'm like, he's the owner. Just leave him alone. <laughs> but uh, he's he was awesome. But it was just, it was so much fun. I was 23 years old and it was 83. So you guys, you put the, you can put the puzzle Do the together. Math. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Most of it I don't remember, to be honest with you. But sure it, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's well, a good maybe thing. Maybe we can jog your memory. Yeah. Now, listen, if I stop and think about it, it all comes back. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so who else was bartending with you? It was me... Um, guy, there was a bunch of. We had this guy Izzy that was a DJ. This black guy, my brother. Um, this yeah, it was awesome. We had. Oh, the, that's th- how disco night actually got started. I, I think, think Izzy might have started out bussing tables at Finn's when I worked there. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> Wait, how? Tell us the story. How did disco night get started? Pretty much over at the kittens. Really? Yeah. Okay. My brother kind of had a DJ, and no one had DJs back then, and and that's kind of how. It, I think it got going out here, and then we kind of brought it over the Knicks. And did somebody say, "Hey, let's start a disco night"? Yeah, that was, was that was us at Knicks back in the day. Okay, and <laughs> so then you guys somehow it migrated over to Knicks, and then that became yeah. the Monday. Was it on Mondays at Yellow Kittens as well? Do you remember? No, it was never. They, yeah, different nights okay. that we would do it. Oh, so but, it was just whenever. Yeah, All right. but uh, that's kind of where the concept came from, gotcha. if you will. I know it's not like we invented it by any means. Right. <laughs> I mean, no. out here it was kind of. Was still is a day to be reckoned with, you know. It's and, the, and it was risky in the day of the hair bands, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, and people were not then, yeah. always was, loving disco, but, you know. In the 80s, they was kind of, you know, yeah. this disco was kind of like right on the edge there. Well, yeah. Block Island's always a little behind the times anyway, yeah. so disco was probably like, you know, yeah. just catching on out here off subject does anybody know how white girl wednesday started um i do actually you, you do yes. can we can we how did it start well you'd have to ask colleen fowler about that we'll get her she, on the we'll show get her on and she'll tell you the story okay but it's a story all right <laughs> yeah so then so what were some of the other nights going to like we talked to dan cahill about like some of the bands that used to play there and some of the well, like the what bands, were some of your favorite nights and some of the your uh, favorite bands that that came we through? had a taj mahal played there once okay so you were at that show <laughs> i was at that show yeah. danny told us about i that. was bartending really yeah it was how, pretty cool yeah. uh did you meet him I did briefly, you know. He wasn't in a good mood that day. <laughs> I recall that. Yeah, but, I was uh, outside. Didn't things he, things he, actually worked out? Yeah, but, they uh, did. But he told the audience to quiet down once, didn't he? Well, what happened is, uh, here we from go. My recollection: <laughs> I was behind the bar, and he was he was late, 
and uh, everyone was kind of getting restless. And Block Island people, you know, they get restless. They get restless. They're gonna talk. They're gonna be loud, and they're gonna do what they're gonna do, like any crowd would do, you know. So uh, he finally gets on stage, and he's like, you know, everyone's still pretty loud, and then this calming down, you know. And he like he starts doing a few bars of Hendrix or something, you know. And it was like, whoa, wow, you know. And it was like, wow. And he goes. Yeah, right. Like, I'm going to play Hendrix, you know. That's <laughs> busting the crowd's balls, you know. But he, uh, he finally settled down and ended up being a good show. But at the beginning, it was kind of rough. And uh, There's always that, like, yeah. push and pull with the audience yeah. sometimes, you know. And, uh, but it ended up working out. And But uh, that was a pretty cool scene. That's cool. But uh, Jay used to like, get these crazy bands. I forget. One was called Fire, I think. The all-girl band. Okay. And uh, they were awesome. They did, like, all these tunes and... Uh, I used to have this trombone behind the bar. <laughs> I remember the trombone. <laughs> you might know about that. <laughs> that started a kitten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, I had it behind the bar to give last call. I would be like, wah, wah. yeah. And everyone know, like, when they heard that horn, like, that's you know, <laughs> it is last call. It's not like you didn't hear it. It's horny time. Trust me, you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to go up on stage with these guys and play. I didn't know how to play, but I could like fake a little bit, and I'd go up and sing with all the bands, you know. So. uh Fire was one of them. I can't really remember all the names yeah. of the bands, but they're all like cover bands. I, I remember 80s cover bands, and uh, it, it was fun. I remember you had another tool behind the bar that you would use when uh. someone didn't want to tip you necessarily. <laughs> Can you explain what that might yes. have been? Yes, well, uh, me and my brother, Sean, were kind of getting sick and not getting tipped by certain people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bartending. Not that I guess we deserve one every time, but we would hope to get something. Sure. Anything. So, uh yeah. We came up with a scheme, and I uh, sent Sean off to the church store, we called it, in Providence, and he went and got one of those uh, baskets they have at the Catholic church. Like the collection baskets? Yeah, with, with the, the long, with yeah, the long with, handle. With like a six-foot could... handle on it. So I hung it behind the bar, so when anyone wouldn't tip, I would just point to it and go, you don't want me to take that down. And that usually was enough to prompt them to give me a tip. But, but occasionally, yeah. <laughs> I would have to take it down, and as they're walking away, I'd tap them on the shoulder and... With the <laughs> as the whole bar would laugh in, hysterically, and uh, the awesome. person would always put something in there, a dollar, and then he would walk away, you know, pissed off. But learning <laughs> that there is a tipping, and then that's part of the game. But uh, right, and you know, I think that's the sign of a good bartender too. Is like you're you're not just there slinging drinks all night. You know, a good bartender can actually help you as a customer learn how to behave in a bar. Learn what you're supposed to do, what not to do, that kind of thing. You know? Or kick you out. Or just kick you out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think 90% of the people are all right, pretty much. Yeah. You know? But uh, uh, that's kind of that's a whole nother story. Yeah. I agree. You know, with the, but uh, there's usually a few guys each summer, whatever you like. There's guys out here to this day I don't want to serve just because even if it happened 20 years ago, it's like, I don't want to hear the old same old story at the end. You know, I know how this ends. You know, like, <laughs> thirty. I'm years. mad, and you gotta leave, and I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> same old story yeah. for the last thirty years. Chapter seven, you know? over. But yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about myself. <laughs> I also feel, don't you get like, you, you can almost certain people you the, you never met them before, you never seen them before in your life. That first sentence out of their mouth, you just know. You know yeah, what I mean? Oh, yeah. You just know. Sometimes you can tell just from the way they walk up to the bar, like how they mm -hmm. approach the bar. Well, you know the way the dollar out the, the money out waving it at you yeah that's always a fun one yep you don't even acknowledge yeah. them and they start yelling their order at yeah. you no, dude, i think dude, the dude. best is if you have the time is to you know i do it all the time when people come over there i try to greet them at their door at the old island pub where i work now boink boink and uh <laughs> and uh i do my best to like you know how you doing what's going on here's what's happening and try to be engaging with them and most people but just Last night, two guys walk in. I'm like, hello, guys. How you doing? Wait, you know, how are you guys doing? Four times. I know they hear me. Walk right by me. I'm like, excuse me. And they're like, oh, whoa, oh, oh. And I'm like, why don't you guys just say hello? You know? Yeah, and that's what I mean. And they're like, oh, where's the menu? I'm like, it's right there. You know, and they walked out. And I'm like, good. I don't want I don't want to yeah. deal with you people. You know, like. You, you can just. And tell. I don't want to profile or say anything. But certain people are just rude. It's that simple. That's you know? it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not bad to profile rude people. Like, that's all right. You know. No, it's sadly, it's because they're unhappy, probably. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's what I and find. I'm, I'm sure I've been rude. And, you know, what? but I don't make it a constant, you know. Like. Yeah. I've been out here a long time. And I don't know. I haven't been. Too much trouble. I mean, what you just said is like the best thing you can do, whether it's a hostess at a restaurant, yeah. whether it's a bartender. I think if you, if you greet people, 
and you get a rapport with him if you can right off the hop. Absolutely. Then it's going to go a lot better. But if yeah. you're six deep and a guy comes to the bar and he doesn't know what you want, I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. Yep. They know what they want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not here making the rules now. This is like... And again, it's like you're, you're teaching people how what they got to yeah. do. Like, you don't roll up to the bar when it's busy and not have your drink order ready. Right. Like, right? Seems yeah. like common sense, but it's not yeah. to everybody. Uh, and I love when they can't even read the place. Like, you walk into a complete dive bar and someone goes, can I see the uh, wine menu? Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. Here it is. And it's a flag, red, white, yeah. and pink. Or, or the converse <laughs> flip. They go into a place like the Elizabeth, which isn't classy cocktail joint. They're like, yeah, where's all of Bud Light? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that kind of thing but so what other tricks have you learned behind the stick over the years there's got to be some think, other little like like um i think you know like we were saying like you can read people you know it's i don't want to like it's don't, i don't want to sound like profiling or but reading. it is it, it, oh, no, it, it is. is you know yeah. now that i think about when i hear myself in the microphone here um <laughs> but uh I think you learn a lot about yourself, you know, through other people. Like, you know, you see what they do and you're like, well, hold the Christ, I never do that, you know? Like, <laughs> you know? Oh, a lot, of people, can, a lot yeah. of people can teach you what not to do, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I've I met mean, some people in my family like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Rich and I, you know, we worked the door at, down here at Nick's yeah. for together some nights for a number of years. And it's like, you do, we, that we said that exact word. You like, you become like an FBI profiler almost. Like you can tell like when someone walks up, you know, what, what well, their vibe is. Yeah. And only you guys are veterans too. It's like, it's not like we did it one summer and we're like, oh, we, we know what day it is. I think, you know, hopefully we're wrong. It's a process. It'd be nice if we were wrong. 90% of the time, we're probably something that's going to happen if you you feel it. If you look around the room, you're like, oh, that could be a trouble. That could be trouble. You're always going to be constantly looking. Yeah. Let's see what's happening, you know? I like to just hit them back with like, they'll walk up, nothing, and they'll just go, what time you open till? And I say, <laughs> hi, how are you tonight? Yeah. Like, like yeah. that's where you should have started. Yeah. And then yeah. they go, oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We're open till one. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, it kind of, you yeah. don't even correct them. You just sort of, you start where you should start yeah. and they learn from that, you know? Out of all of the places that you've worked, do you have a, a favorite or a top three? Well, I guess when I was younger, I guess I'll have to say like the kittens because it was just so much fun those first four or five years I worked there. And then next was a lot of laughs too, right up here in this room. And, oh and I've God. lived in every room up here. It's like, there's a lot of crazy stories I can tell you about this joint. Believe me, we had we had a funny story from this room when we worked together here. Oh, yeah, you're a beautiful man. Do you want to tell that story? I believe I locked myself out of the bar as I usually did back then, and uh, so I had to come up to get Mark's keys. And I'm here up in my room where we record the podcast. And uh, I think he was busy. I don't know, washing his dog. Or something. I'm not yeah. sure he was up to. But anyway, he finally came to the door and he was stark naked. But I, I wasn't stark naked. I had one item of clothing on. Do you remember uh, what it was? Maybe a hat. I don't even know. It was a cowboy hat. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> oh my god. So T Bird knocks on the door and I just opened the. I, I grabbed the get out of bed and I put on the cowboy hat and I just opened the door butt naked wearing the cowboy hat and T Bird just looks at me and he just looks me up and down and he goes. You're a beautiful man. You're a beautiful man. <laughs> Can I have the keys, please? <laughs> now may I please have the keys? Now, how about those keys? <laughs> oh, my God. We laughed about that. Now, and then it turned into a thing. Like, every time I see you around town, like, yeah. Tom's driving by and his window's down. All I hear, even if I don't see him, I hear, you're a beautiful man. Like, <laughs> well, there's well, certain images you, can't, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't get images exactly. out of your head That's, once yes, they're in there. And you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I guess... <laughs> You know, all of them had their moments, you know, I'll have to say there's not, you know, but when I was younger, you know, I was young, I was 23 years old, yeah. you know. Had life by the balls. Yeah, you know, like pretty much, you know, it was, things came easy, thank goodness. And, yeah. And, uh, and I was always a hard worker, worked a lot, but uh, spent a lot too, still kind of do. Yeah. But uh, Speaking of things coming <laughs> easy, how'd you do with the ladies? Uh, you know, I had one or two here and there, you know? One or two. <laughs> mm -hmm. At a, at a uh, time. Listen, everyone thinks mm -hmm. I was a big swinger. I used to have, you know. Yeah. You, here's how it used to be back in the day. You'd be like, if you didn't get a girl girlfriend by July 4th, then you weren't getting a girlfriend. Then you hadn't been to Ballard's. <laughs> yeah, you'd never been to Ballard's. And then you already probably exhausted your, your methods from the beginning of the summer, so you ended up being alone. So Was that you kind of wanted to, like, pick a girl and court her and, you know, go through the two or three works weeks of... Doing what you're supposed to do, right? Because you like her, and hopefully she likes you, and you get a relationship. And 
dated a few girls, you know. I always enjoyed the, the, the June, which is what I call the vetting process. Because, you know, there's a few maybe candidates that you have to, yeah. you know, do your due diligence on. Yeah. I and think, I think women do the same. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, it's. A, yeah. I'm well, not saying this is like, you know, yeah. I'm not like, you know. Yeah. No, it's ab- no, they're doing All the same around. thing with you. Yeah. It's yeah. Same, oh, don't think for a second they're not either, by the way. I know they picked me. Well, there's anything I'd. <laughs> <laughs> all my sure. methods weren't that good, believe me. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. All right. I was just sitting at the bar and all of a sudden I got a tap on the shoulder. I was a victim. That's how it happened, <laughs> I was right? a victim. Yeah. <laughs> so was there ever summer you were like, I'm not going to settle down. I'm just going to keep well, it loose. Usually, and- what, on, what happened with, with me is that I lived in Colorado in the winter for like 20 years and I lived here in the summertime. So whatever you do, don't bring a girl to Colorado. That's not a good move. <laughs> Tried it twice and basically the same thing happened. But uh, that's another story. But um, it's the altitude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Got but I think it was my lifestyle. And after a couple of years, you know, the girl's like, I don't think like the, how about next year? Are we going to do this? Are we going to settle down? Are we going to do something? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 you know? And, I, <laughs> and I'd be a prick and string them along, I guess, hoping that, all right, maybe the next year I will, or the next year would come, and I'm like, oh, 20 years have gone by, you know? Like, like you four were... or five girlfriends have, like, gone by, too, you know? Like, oh, shit, you know? You're, <laughs> like, waiting, like, thinking maybe maybe they'll sign up for the T-Bird program. Well, they did, and then it's, you know, they want to move on. And, See, they liked but, it in theory when, yeah, right, at yeah. the beginning. And then they're like, yeah. once they figure it out. Well, I think in any, and I think it was mostly my fault. It's like most times you get in a relationship and it progresses, and then, all right, you got married. You've been married. and Yeah, a couple times. Well, yeah, all right. So I think that's how, you know, relationships are supposed to go. In my case, unfortunately, my lifestyle, I don't think, was conducive to that kind of relationship. But that's know? what I'm saying yeah. is like your lifestyle you're T-Bird, man. You're living the T-Bird life, right? right? But it and has its pains, believe me. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't. Every life. Yeah. I mean, you think if you ended up with one of the, you know, your serious girlfriends that it would have been sunshine and roses all the time? Well, Forget have, it. Yeah, man. I have That's no idea. not how it works. I don't really dwell on it much. Of, it, obviously, it, you know, because you're busy being T-Bird. Yeah, yeah. Is it tough being you sometimes? Like having the, the reputation you have as <sighs> like just the good time party guy? I don't, the, only t- the only time I think... It, with anyone, me or anyone else, is that uh, this every every you can't expect everything every time any way you want it. You know, a lot of people like you know me when I have to be a manager and like be and people like how can you say that, Tom? When you when you you're the total opposite of that. I'm like, well, right now I'm not. It's like, yes. like right. This right. is the story now. It's like this isn't the story when we're down at the beach or wherever it might be. You know? Yeah. So it's that's the only thing I don't try to live up to anything or not live up you know t-bird kind of came to me and you know it's just a name it's not like that's a question i have are we allowed to do we know what is the origin of t-bird well originally in colorado i was uh worked at this place called meech's mogul and i was a uh, bouncer there and uh the guy meech who owned the place he started calling me t t that kind of just it was t it just that's all it was and then uh the bird pot is Pretty, I'm not really positive exactly, but I think it was out in Colorado. Plus, they do whistle a little bit. I'm, some of you guys don't know about that. Can you do a little whistle for us? <laughs> <laughs> I can do better, but you guys, you guys who know me, don't need to hear it on this. Maybe we'll do a, we'll do a whistle duet at the end of this. There That's it is. A, oh, I see. But anyway, the call of the T bird. So mm-hmm. in. Whatever, and I guess whatever. I love birds too, so and to the to the extent you love birds that you went and you you put uh, something. Yep, changed my name. Had legally changed. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but you you had. Yeah, you went green with your car one year. You You said, "I'm going to go green this year. I'm trying to help nature by going green with my automobile." And tell uh, tell everyone what we're talking (laughs) about. I used to have this 1989 Jetta, as I would say, um, Volkswagen. It was blue. And it was four door, and I it was handed down from my parents. It was awesome car. I had it forever, and uh, kind of I drove it out to Colorado, and I had it here on the island. But it ended up being like kind of like a shrine. It was like if you got in it, it was like being in a museum. It was all sorts <laughs> of bells and whistles, and there was stickers all over the thing. And one time, I decided to put a bird feeder on it. So <laughs> I got this bird feeder on the side of the car, and I'd like to pull up in front of it. That's when you could pull up in front of Nick's if you were cool and work there and leave your car there for a little while. Now it gets towed, I guess. No, not really. But anyway, the birds found out about it, of course. And uh, so they'd be all over the car. So I'd take off down the road. 
And I got to the stop sign like 50 feet down the road, and there they were again. Boom, right back on the car. <laughs> the car never it. really went to too many places. It went to the kittens, Nick's, home, it and cruises. It, <laughs> yeah, like like, it basically could drive itself yeah. if it had to. So the birds, they loved me for a while. So uh, people, I forgot all about that, actually. Do you remember the <laughs> night? You don't remember Eric Chacoin? Yes. So me and Eric were talking about, do you remember the night we went to that after hours? I, I think it was at one of the McIntyre's brothers' places. Or the yeah yeah and so <laughs> you're driving I think Chaz Mac isn't sitting shotgun it's me and Eric in the back seat and we're we're almost there but like we're hearing this like thing and it's like and we had been we had you were like oh man this, this it's driving really funny I don't know why. <laughs> and then like we get there and we get out and the two back tires were totally flat <laughs> <laughs> and we drove all the way from Captain Nick's closed the bar down drove to this after hours on two flat tires all the way through town I don't remember that I know <laughs> well you know it's hard to pick up on stuff like I that, remember so. the yeah. good things Mark you know what I'm saying no, the pain that, I got no was time a, for the pain hey it's no, it, I'm just kidding it was a good thing <laughs> no, we made it to the after hours oh, yeah. bro because you yeah. got us there it's a good thing sparks were flying but you made it there <laughs> sparks yeah. were always flying with me and t-bird yeah how can they back not in the day yeah they're yeah. flying a lot, in here right now. A, lot, a lot of shenanigans uh, there's not enough time for all the shenanigans. it's a good oh word God. shenanigans yeah. shenanigans Covers and, uh, a lot. just being up here i took a walk through the nicks up i've been up here in a few years and uh just walking through the halls it's like oh jesus christ <laughs> yeah <laughs> Some crazy. There's a viewing tunnel here, by the way, ladies. So if you're up here, be careful. <laughs> I don't know anything about the viewing tunnel. Yes. Me neither. Just, yep. just let your mind do its thing. You know? yeah. Okay. okay. I'll feel safer. <laughs> I, I told him where we were recording. He's like, I've been there once. And so like, this, you're a huge Stones fan, obviously. Right. It all kind of started back. I've always loved to sing. And me and my buddy, uh, we were growing up. He thought he was Keith Richards. And I actually thought I was Mick Jagger for a little while. <laughs> but... Uh, pretty funny stuff but anyway always got into the stones always like rock and roll but didn't remember? have my own access to a band or anything my buddy did play guitar back in the day but do you I, do you remember the first time you heard the stones or when you were like how did you get hooked uh, on the stones probably jesus late 60s was that your first vinyl first seven. vinyl uh, i'm not you know i can't i don't recall stuff like that i really don't unfortunately you know but it was the stones back in the day but what is it that the, drew you to them I just the lyrics, the rock and roll. It's just everything about them. I like their lifestyle. I don't know. They were pretty happening guys. They still are actually. Right. They're out there, you know, still kicking the shit out of it. Did you see so, them live a few I've times? I've seen them many times. I just saw them two years ago in, uh, or a year ago in Philadelphia, front row. It was on. I'm a little biased by the means. We but. bumped into <laughs> each other at a Stone show in Foxborough. Oh, Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That was 96. I've I seen think. them, but that last time I saw them was amazing for how old they are and. What was the first Stone show you saw? Uh, what it was year? 78. You saw him in 78. Mm -hmm. so I was supposed to see him in 75, but uh, I was on a cross-country trip with my sister, and we got back too late, so I missed him. I they played at Boston. I was supposed to see him then, but I missed him. Where was, was the 78 show you saw? Was that I was Providence? in Philadelphia. Philly. Spectrum? No, it was outdoors, okay. stadium. And they sucked, but it was still <laughs> it was still great to be there. They were, you know, it was, it was kind of rough. Really? Sound wasn't that great. Uh. Now that I think about it, you know, now... Yeah. Was you know, that the Some Girls tour or what? Uh, you know, I I don't remember. Yeah. Seventy eight, so whatever that would be. Motional rescue me? No, no. Uh, Tattoo you? Uh, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. And bands will have that. You know, I've gone to see a few. You know, like you know, I I saw Bob Dylan many times, and one time amazing, another time yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I blacked out, another time <laughs> right, right, you know, right. another time Bob blacked <laughs> one, out. <laughs> one time I uh, was on a field trip with the kids. Uh, I think it was like second or third grade, and we went to see like Peter and the Wolf at uh, I I think it was Veterans uh, Memorial yeah, up in yeah, Providence, yeah. and. Uh, I go in the bathroom and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. I remember being here. <laughs> it was, uh, I went with Pete Kemp and Gary and uh, Joe Zabo. And we spent a lot of time in the bar before the show. But, yeah. you know, great show. But then I went to see him at URI not that long ago. And that was like one too many. I shouldn't have gone. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It all depends, you know. Yeah. But I mean, after that. Every time I seen them, they were awesome, you know. Yeah. They were awesome that time because it was the Stones. And, and yeah. It, and it was your first show. <laughs> first time you've seen them, so it was yeah. definitely awesome. And, so, well, like, one of our highlights, I remember when, you know, here at Nick's is always when the Blushing Bride show. Yeah, that right? was the interesting, very interesting. Uh, when uh, you and, and uh, 
Fenimore came up to me and went, Tom, what do you think about getting with some tribute bands? And uh, we got this band called the Blushing Brides. And I'm like, the Blushing Brides? And I'm like, mm, you sure? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, definitely got them. Anyway, long story short, I uh, those guys have been playing forever. And it was probably 1977, I think, the first time I saw them. And they, they were great. They you are know, great. And I love yeah. the Stones. But anyway, long story short, I was like, and so pissed i'm like i wanted to be up there so bad so i used to jump up on stage of course like i always did and <laughs> it would last about a minute before i got my ass kicked or thrown out of the place but i'd still do it i did it like three or four times with that band you know and uh so we would got a rapport with the guy and he kind of knew when guy, i was in the room the guy who's the still mi- the lead singer now st- his name's maurice, maurice i believe yeah. so i say long story short i was dating this girl she ended up screwing around with maurice I found out later on. While she was dating you? Yeah. Oh, and uh, so, uh, you know, I wasn't that happy about that, believe me. But anyway, when you guys said he was going to play here, I'm like, oh, all right. Here's <laughs> sure. where I can get my revenge, as they say. <laughs> and uh, so when he showed up, I'm like, hey, Maurice, what's going on? He looks at me and he gives me a look. And I haven't seen the guy in fucking 20 years, you know, like at least. And uh, Did he remember you? And he, he looks at me and he looks at me like, you remember, you remember me? And he's like, he, he couldn't goes, quite. He goes, you. oh yeah, the little mousy blonde. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's right. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm the manager now. And he goes, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'll be singing with you every night. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'll be singing with you every night. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the manager. And he's like, well, I'm like, well, if you want to play here, you know, we're gonna have to work something out here. So he'd always say, all right, I'll invite you up on the stage. But he would never do that. You know, I learned that the first night. He would never invite me up. So I was just like, oh, the next night when they're doing a song that I like, I would just go up there. (laughs) And then the rest of the guys in the band would be like freaking out. And he'd look at him and go, no, just let him do his thing, you know. So so every time they came, I would sing with them, you know. And then I finally got him off the hook a few years later after I didn't work here anymore. But still, when he looks over and he sees me, he's not really sure (laughs) exactly. It's going to happen again. You know? <laughs> I don't think, I think he's had a few people that sing with him, but I think there's not too many people that have been up there and actually like rocked out with those guys. Oh, that's right. And uh, so that was kind of my little story about, you know. So you, you moved here a long time ago. Uh, you, you've lived here, you know, year round now, right? For a yeah, while. This will be my eighth consecutive year round. Nice. When I first came out, I was here kind of like year round. I left when I, yeah, I take off when I get some money and I come back. I was working with my brother in the wintertime. Then I went to, like I said earlier, in uh, Colorado, here in the summer, Colorado. Did that for like 20 years. And you're a big skier too, right? A skiing, yeah. yeah. And bartending out there also. Where'd you bartend? Uh, this place called Cecilia's. Yes. It's a nightclub. You've been there. I've, I went through there <laughs> once, yeah. I've never and, uh, been to Colorado. And that was that was a whole other thing. You know, I bartended out there for, Jesus, close to 20 years in a row. At that place and numerous other places out there also. You and your dude, Chris, right? Yeah. Who also? Chris Quinn, he's yeah, still Chris out Quinn, there. And a yeah. bunch of other people, you know, were out there at the time. John Cullen, it's kind of how I went out there. I worked with Quinn. Did you? Uh, yeah, at Eli's one year. Oh, I, right. Yeah, I made the deal to work there. I, I, my place had uh, burned down, so I was doing the chef's nights off. And uh, so big d- kitchen, huh? Big. Yeah, <laughs> big rich. tiny. You couldn't. You pivot, pivot and cook. They, I called it. You just pivot. Yeah. And um, the deal was, I forget what I agreed for an hourly wage and all the beer I could drink. Yeah. And like my third week there, Quinter comes in the kitchen. Dave Silverberg, who owned the place, he's like, "I think we're really losing out on this deal." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I was drinking like four pitchers of beer a night. I, Dave Silverberg, uh, when I was working mopeds down there, yeah, back in the day, roped me into doing a guest dishwashing slot at Eli's in that kitchen. Oh, yeah. And remember Jonathan? Um, oh, yeah. The chef. I worked with there. him. Yep. So basically, same deal that you were offered. And uh, so I get in there and they just start feeding me beers. And then around, I don't know, eight o'clock, Jonathan gives me this little. Uh, dessert cake. oh it's a small dessert cake mm-hmm. and he looks at me he goes careful with that and winks at me <laughs> and i'm like okay so i eat it and then like 45 minutes later like just as the rush is ending and it's, the kitchen's gonna close down this thing kicks in and i'm like <laughs> and all of a sudden the dishes and the pots and pans start piling up and like they close down the restaurant <laughs> And everyone leaves, and like I forget, Rich, I think your brother-in-law was the last. Oh, Rob, one. Rob, Rob I'm sorry, Rob was the last one out, and he goes, "All right, well, uh, hey, Siegel, he's like, we're going to uh, head out. Just uh, 
just close the door when you're done. <laughs> I was there till like two in the morning, <laughs> just like, uh, finishing these dishes, scrubbing but, each little yeah, tray like, and perfect. And... So messed up. <laughs> like, careful with that. Yeah, should have said do not eat till ten. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been safer. Morning. Oh, I yeah. think they. T- I think they knew exactly what they were doing. Well, Sabotage. <laughs> yeah, totally sabotaged. I think so. Did you? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I wasn't like yeah, dude. T-Bird, Before we move forward, like, can we get into some of your lingo? Can we talk some lingo with you? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give it away. That's why it's lingo. You can know? I throw some lingo? <laughs> yeah, you here? can throw some. If I'm like, you know, talking about it, the chub, you know, the chub. Can't well, buy me chub. chub. Can't. What's the chub? Anytime you hear love, just yes. say chub. That's Substitute it with love. <laughs> so like, it's we're been around about, for years, guys. Like any like songs, like what's chub got to do with yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Tina uh, Turner. Yeah, anything that oh. says love. I like What's it. Chubb got to do with it? Yeah. That one? <laughs> I see a I whole I new line of Valentine's Day cards coming out of that. There what do you, you think? Go. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, my, you're my one and only Chubb. Just ask the ladies from Eli, speaking of Eli's, they love all the Chubb songs. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh. I don't mean that in a bad way, ladies. No. <laughs> no only the best how, way. How could you? As I mean, Becky. I think Becky like the substitutes chub? the word chub, love for chub. Oh, every, like, everyone. Once everything. it hits your mind, you guys are stuck now, too, all day. Anytime you... Chub. Anyone listening, too, Can't love buy. is the chub. <laughs> love is the chub. And range, like, what's up? Range chub. is when someone's uh, bullshitting you. Right. Rowan, you can throw range around, right? <laughs> Yeah, if you're with someone that knows lingo, you can be like, mm, range. And range. The, and the guy that's throwing the range has no idea what you're talking about. Right. Uh, but now uh, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if they're listening. Perceptive. Yeah. Eagle. Yeah, you don't want to be an eagle. Yeah, either. don't be that's, an eagle. Yeah, that's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. Am I an eagle? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, we still have a few more minutes. I could get there. How about being Clippy? What's up with being Clippy? Uh, uh, Clippy started long, long ago. Well, that like, one I know. That's when uh, someone, someone's be, not being nice. You know, yeah, it's just not a good doing deal. Someone says Clippy or yeah, Shady, yeah. maybe. So yeah. everyone's been. I've been called Clippy. We oh, all been called. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, Clippy. Yeah, everyone's yeah. been Clippy. Everyone's been Clippy. They, I don't been, like I've it. I'm there, not proud of it. Right? But all been very Somebody Clippy. One said, "Hey, you grab Captain Clippy and get the out of here." Yeah, yeah. What what else we got? There's another one. It was around the tip of my head. What is it? Oh my god! Range, range, chub. Um, this uh, all the, right. If it comes yeah, back, we'll get. It's all it. good. All right. You don't want to leave all the secrets out. No, what? that's right. Do, do you coming. feel that a case of uh, a slight case of arrested development in your case uh, <laughs> has made you stay so young and uh, you know fun? You, I, I mean, I'm not going to say how old he is, but I we're, we're all getting up there. But I mean, do you think that attitude? Like, I I feel like I think like a very young person. I think yeah, was, I think uh, I think with anyone, if you're in good spirits. You're gonna look better, <laughs> and I and a lot of times, I agree. you know, it, you know, I, I'm not. I don't know. I drink a lot of water. I try to take care of myself. You know, I do indulge in a lot of certain things I probably shouldn't, of course. Yeah, but, uh, but try to keep it in moderation, folks. Moderation. Um, <laughs> I found one of the things I was afraid of every time from the restaurant business. I felt that like. Being in that industry, you were constantly surrounded by young people. Right. And I think and that, that kind of helped yeah, keep you there, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and that, I was, because yeah. they'd, they'd come on and do real things like go to college and get a job and leave. And then the next round would come right. in at yeah. 19 or 20 years old, but you're surrounded by them and you're yeah, listening to them and you're point, listening right? to their music. And, you know, I always felt that really kept me thinking young, mm-hmm. you know? And there's the physical thing too. Like you're, as a bartender, you're, you're picking yeah. up cases of beer. You know, you're as you know, you're behind the line. Yeah, and worked a yeah. lot of construction too. That I think that kind of keeps you know, you you're, too. it's a physical, very yeah. physical job. You can't discount. It's like you're exercising yeah. every time you go to work. Except I also sampled a lot of the food, so I kind of <laughs> counter. I I overdid whatever calories I would burn off at work. I pretty much covered. You know, safely. Well, you know, it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a it's a numbers game at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a plus. <laughs> but I'm okay with that, I guess. Well, I actually changed my name to tequila, by the way. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Tea is for nice. tequila now. Tea is for te- tequila. Once COVID hit, uh, tequila came with it. Chub tequila. <laughs> chub tequila. Dude, there's your new brand. Like, you could be like the new, like the George Clooney. The new George. He has Casamigos. Once COVID you, came, you have, tequila came with it. <laughs> Yeah. Chub, try chub, chub gold, <laughs> chub gold, chub platinum, <laughs> chub anejo, chub in your ajo, chub in your ajo. 
So what? What do, what do you? So you moved here and you started staying year round. So obviously, some more time fell on your hands. Well, I kind of so. knew once. I I love Colorado and to actually do you know if you want to settle down, I could have stayed there. But it just I always from Rhode Island. Always knew Block Island was kind of going to be my home. Hopefully, if I could make it work that way, and I'm lucky enough got year round housing now with the Bateses. Well, plus for the Bateses there, and yep. uh, got a nice spot. I'm a godfather to one of their childs. I'm, do I'm you, a godfather to one of Cullen's kids. So I don't have kids, but I got some. You know, I got family. Father. It's a great family out a great community. Talk talk to us about your boys, your crew. Uh we got the Heinze, we got Crispy, Tiff. The Henshaw Bros. Henshaw Bros. Oh, geez, the list goes on. Jack, all the guys from the crew. You guys, and obviously Troy. So Troy, tell me the yeah. Troy story. How'd you, because when I see you, right. you and real, Troy are kind of like real a pair. quick. I don't want to, but anyway, he know, knew John Cullen from down in Hilton Head. John used to, went to down in Hilton Head. And uh, and they both and Troy down there. Met, they met down there with a few other guys. This guy Tim Dockery, unfortunately, has passed away, and this other guy Dave Martin, unfortunately, has passed away also. Um, but they said you got to meet Mahoney. You guys are just gonna, you guys are gonna hit it off, and I'm, and they were telling me this stuff, and I've heard about this guy for like a year, and I'm like, you know, I'm pretty young. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna meet some dude, but it's like, it's like <laughs> whatever, you know, you're not like, it's not overwhelming, like yeah, I'm gonna meet a dude, you know, like. <laughs> Well, you're gay, I guess it would be cool. But, I mean, like, but anyway, you know, it's like, all right, you know, but I'm, you know, very interested to meet the guy after all the setting. Right, they yeah. were saying the a lot same of hype, a yeah, lot yeah. of hype, a lot of hype. So it was right here in this building. I was w- working downstairs the day shift, and uh, he came working, walking down the stairs with one of my buds, and uh, little to say, he whipped something at me, and it bounced off my chest. <laughs> And he goes, no, first he goes, you Tom Mahoney, I'm here. And he just whipped something at it. Bounced off and just lands. I don't have to tell you what it was, but mm-hmm. it wasn't legal. Yep. And uh, so that he was here for a week, and uh, we just became the best friends in that week. And by the end of the week, I was actually dating this girl from New Zealand. And he was dating his uh, childhood sweetheart at the time. And uh, at the end of the week, they literally took us by the ears and said, you guys cannot hang out. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we almost died that week, but we had a great time. And a week later, you and both then, broke then up. And he with ended them. up, and he ended up moving out here. And and uh, he's he's one of the nicest guys I know. He's one of my best friends. Can I ask up. you a favor? <laughs> yeah. Can you talk to Troy? And would uh, do you think we might be able to get you and Troy here together at some point to tell us some of your stories and your uh, antics and I'll your shenanigans? <laughs> Yeah, can I, I want to give Rich, two, a, lot I, of, a lot of this stuff. Oh, that would be great. I like Troy. That would be a fun one. Unfortunately, a lot of stuff we'd be arrested for, Joe. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. Uh, they, you know, with you all could... these years behind you, there's a lot of the, what do they call it? It's run out on yeah. the Oh, statue yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was, gonna, yeah. I was thinking clear. about that earlier. Yeah. That, that, that was going to throw that in. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. This Thank literally... God they didn't have yeah. phones that took pictures back in the day either. Oh, God. Definitely. I know you guys would both be in jail. Yeah, you know. Who says that in the nicest way. Everyone needs a statue of limitations notebook where you start crossing things off each on the calendar like okay i'm on the clear on that not one. If, not if, not if you were assaulted by a a boy scout leader though no no then you no. get a pass well, that's it well, i called him yesterday and they're like, <laughs> and i'm like i'm still with him is everything okay <laughs> <laughs> do i get paid for that <laughs> we're, we're, we're still together <laughs> You actually get paid uh, for that? I chub it still him. hurts me. I don't even like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So aside from that, what do you enjoy doing on Block Island? What's your what's your oh, free time? What's your what's your pastimes uh, or hobbies? You, uh, especially in the COVID di- times. Back to what I did when I first came out here: a lot of biking, a lot of walking. Fishing, you, you like to fish? A lot yeah, of fresh yeah. Water fishing. we've uh, we've had some cro- paths cross yeah, at some ponds. And, uh, Freshwater fishing, always chasing girls. Of course, you know I love girls, but you know how's how's, yeah, how's that fishing been? This you know, summer? you get old and lose your prostate. You know, it gets around town. <laughs> Have you found it yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's with your liver. <laughs> Word gets out. <laughs> I put it this way: I know every girl, but you know. That's about the end of it. No, I'm selling myself short, I guess. But. You are. I think, <laughs> yeah. come on, man. You still, look, you're, you're one of the silver foxes it's, I don't even want to, it's, 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 it's very difficult to talk about. You know, yeah. when you're in a situation as I, medically, it's, 
Uh, yeah, hey. it's it's tough to start up a conversation. Well, I lost my prostate seven years ago. <laughs> I barely, so how you I doing? I barely need an erection. Um, <laughs> think that's going to work out? <laughs> you want to throw it out there? Right <laughs> off, you know? <laughs> Any girls listening? Now you know. <laughs> uh, the tequila's definitely working, Mark. Thank you. My uh, wife no. would probably love it Good if idea. I said that to her. <laughs> She'd be happy. But the only thing good about it, I can have a dry orgasm now, and it, which is. How is that? It's dry. Yeah. Well, it's less work to clean up after. True. And yeah. I can fake an orgasm, too. You guys try that. That's right. No, I had it. I, yeah, I did. That's can an I go to sleep now? <laughs> That's an added bonus. Yeah, you, I got to take the positive with the negative. You know? Yeah, I like that. And you don't have to ask. Just go to sleep. Right. Yeah, yeah. well, it's nice to let them know. <laughs> I think you, you, Great job. <laughs> good job. Pat on the back. Oh, anyway, God. I don't know how we got to that. Uh, I don't know, but I'm glad we did. I think you held our <laughs> hand I, and brought us down that tunnel. I, I do. I, really <laughs> I think, think I've so. said too much. No. All right. The dry hug has Well, in nice. the big picture, we're all just glad you're here with us. That yeah. Was, yeah. Well, I mean, for real. that's something I, I should have said, too, when I was talking about the community where I live here. They were amazing. You know, all the yeah. benefits and people call me. I'm not on Facebook, but I had people sending me money in the mail, letters from people from 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, you just do it, and you don't, And then you it know, really... It really took a hold of you. It's like, yeah. fucking people do actually give a fuck. You and know? you know, and out here, <laughs> and that gives you strength to like, to try to like, it, and even if people that you never talked to and never yeah. thought they give a shit, and if they did or not, they were still be part of it. You know, in yeah. their own way of financially or going to a gig or whatever the case might yeah. be. You know? I remember yeah. saying it to you. I saw you. I said, "Hey, I don't want to pry. I don't want to know nothing. I just want you to know that I'm here, right. and that's all I have. You yeah. know, that's all I want to say. Like, you know, I don't need yeah. to because sometimes you get too much of that too. It's it's wonderful, right. but people are yeah. like, yeah, you I know, mean, for me, for me, how I got through it was like, people would go like, "Oh, how you doing, Tom?" I'm like, I'm doing great, especially strangers. You know, I was working at the surf a few few days yeah. that year, and uh, at the Old Island Pub, and uh, I'm like, I'm doing great, but I got cancer, and they're like. Yeah, right, Tom. You're just being a dick. I'm like, no, no, I got cancer. It's not. It's not. <laughs> they're like, I would what say. kind? I tell them. And through that, they would say, well, my aunt, my, my aunt, my uncle had it. Well, my dad had it. Yeah, then yeah. I found out my uncle had it. Then I found my cousin had it. And what did they do for their treatment? Because there's so many different options. You yep. know? So it's yeah. like, so I came to terms with what I was going to do. And, you and know, you it is it. What it, and now I'm cancer free seven years now. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like back yeah. And I it. think it actually gave me another, because like in the last 10 years, you know. Yeah. I've known so many people at my friends that have fucking gone, got sick oh, yeah. and dead. Like mm -hmm. it's fucking over. And then I've got some people out here that have had cancer and still around, which is awesome. You yeah. know, like, yeah, you know, but I kind of, I feel like I got off easy stuff for the pot about the, you know, <laughs> the <milk> job. job. <laughs> Well, but I'm still walking around busting balls with you guys right now. There's one thing <laughs> that we like to do where we, wrap it up with with our guests and we do something called the lightning round i don't have to close my eyes do i guys <laughs> no <laughs> not yet but you can my clothes yeah. still can be on <laughs> yeah everything's optional so your call so just a quick round of questions uh don't think about them they're just kind of meant to be fun and quick nothing too serious uh who wants to kick it off Go ahead, to kick Rich, it up all right what's your favorite hard liquor uh tequila <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> Uh, how old is too old to go to a beach rager? I went to one this this spring in a COVID event that left Tip O'Neill's house <laughs> and went to the beach. And they were like, hey, it's Uncle T-Bird. That's another thing. When they call you Uncle T-Bird, you know that your, your time's up. <laughs> so so the an the, your answer is so far, never. never. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just this past spring, of course. Okay. All right. <laughs> Have you ever been in handcuffs? Hmm. Perhaps once. Have you ever put handcuffs on someone else? Not to my knowledge. What was your favorite Halloween costume ever? Mine or someone I saw? Your call. Uh, All right, yours. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I, think I had nothing. I think uh, when, uh, what's his name? It was right across from me. Blanking. Dave Sniffin was... Uh, Maybe we pushed around on a cart. Oh, was I was in that. That was me and him. Oh, yeah. I was well, the mad doctor. Well, that's the one I like. We won first prize. <laughs> there you go. That's my one favorite one. Those we, actual those are, real, real cow and blood. Yeah, and there are real animal stuff. organs we made Ew. for his stomach. That's yeah. gross. Where's the strangest place that you've ever woken up? Ooh. <laughs> strangest? <laughs> uh, 
like worse besides the train tracks when I was a kid. I went to a, a party called Noah Woodstock, it was called. It was right on the underpass in Norwood. It's right in Warwick, but it's the section Norwood. And uh, did something wrong. I ate something at that party. I was like 13, <laughs> and I woke up on the side of the train tracks underneath the trestle. Oh, was, it was bad. I peed myself and puked. Oh, yeah. Then I had to walk home from there, disgust, like looking like yeah. whatever. But I was only 13, so it didn't matter. <laughs> if, if you, <laughs> that doesn't count. That's fine. If, if you could get a giant yacht, what would you name it? The Chub. <laughs> <laughs> One last question. Exile on Main Street or Sticky Fingers? You're on a desert island. Which one? Uh, exile. Great call. All right. God right. bless you guys. I want to throw out to this community is awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thanks again. Yeah, thanks Great for you guys conversation. This is fun. I was this late. I was very nervous at the beginning, but it seems I've loosened up a little. I think. <laughs> that's a, I think. It might have been the, the company and the fresh air, I think. Yes, Excellent. That's what and the was. one little shot of tequila. <laughs> Just a tiny one, though. Yeah, it was a little. T-Bird, you're a fucking living legend. We love you, man. Oh, you guys are, too. And sell yourself shots. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Rich, tell them about our email. All right. So uh, thanks for listening to this episode. And please reach out to us if you have any comments, questions, suggestions. Our email is twoguysonbi at gmail.com. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, wherever it is that you listen to our podcast. That's it. Uh, T-Bird. God bless. Can we like, uh, can we do a little whistle on the way out? Two Guys on Block Island is recorded live at Captain Nick's Rock and Roll Bar. Music courtesy of the Booze Beggars. All segments produced by Rich Trethaway and Mark Scortino. See you next time, Cap. <laughs>